Welcome to the Cyber Evolution Podcast, conversations about all things cybersecurity, and more specifically, how you can start your new career in this booming industry. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cyber Evolution Podcast. Thank you for joining us yet again. I'm Adam Hewitt, CEO of Cyber Evolution. And today I'm joined by yet again, another star student, a current student of ours, Daniel Riley. Daniel, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Thank you. I wanted to get you on, Daniel, not only because you're a star student, but obviously because you have recently accepted a role with one of our placement partner companies, CyberCX. Congratulations, mate. Thank you. Thank you. That's the company that I've been, uh, I was trying to apply for before joining Cyber Revolution. So I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah, mate. You must, you must be really, really pumped. You've got a lot going on. We were just talking about off air that you've just brought in your second child into this world as well. Little Ruby. How old Ruby? Two weeks. Two weeks old. <laughs> She's sleeping next to me right now. <laughs> awesome. We'll be a little bit quiet. No, mate, that's exciting times. New role into a new industry, into the, as you said, the dream job that you've been wanting to get into for some time. It's it's uh, all happening for you. Yeah, it's great. It's the best month of my life. My life. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And we'll get into all of those details soon. What I like to do at the start, though, is just give our listeners a little bit of an overview of who we are, but more so who this podcast is for, for new listeners that we're getting each and every month. So uh, Cyber Revolution, we are Australia's only dedicated cybersecurity training and placement company. We specialize in finding people their first entry-level role in cybersecurity, just like we've done for Daniel. And over the years, we we still get lots of people coming to us, asking us a bunch of questions. Fortunately enough, or unfortunately for some people as well in some organizations, what's been going on in the cybersecurity world with Optus, Medibank, Woolworths, all of these attacks have actually shone a light onto the cybersecurity industry. So a lot of people's doubts or you know, questions are getting answered around what cybersecurity is. And so why we've started this podcast is to basically break down a lot of the barriers and common misconceptions about what cybersecurity is, uh, educate people on that, and actually let them know how you can land your first entry-level role in the industry. Okay, so if, if that resonates with you, then this could be the podcast for you. Cool. Daniel, let's get into it, mate. Um, I want to start where I always do with our students that come on the podcast, and that is from the beginning, um, before you decided to join Cyber Evolution, what made you, you know, start to think about a, a new career in cybersecurity? Well, at, at the when I found out my um, partner was pregnant with our first child, I had uh, I was working in uh, Asheville, so very labour intensive industry. Mm-hmm. I've always been someone who is loved technology and had a reasonably good aptitude towards maths and maths and science. So I made the decision that perhaps working twelve hours a day in monotonous labour was yep. probably not the best role for my aptitudes and also as a father as a father of my family. Yep. So uh, I decided I was going to take up a profession. Yep. At the time, I had decided law. So I, I'm currently three years into a double degree of law and corporate finance. Mm-hmm. Two and a half years in, I heard of, I was, I already was familiar with cybersecurity, um, but uh, my mum's partner uh, was getting interested in it. And he ended up showing me, you know, oh, Dan- Daniel, this could be for you and, and stuff like that. And so I uh, ended up attending um, through some some contacts of mine. I ended up uh, going to uh, an A3C networking event, mm-hmm. met some people, told them what interests were and 
they they jumped on me and said, hey, look, you know, what, what I'm studying and the kind of person that I am would be a really good fit for cybersecurity. And which was surprising to me. I didn't I didn't really realize at the time that it wasn't just a nitty gritty technical role. Yep. Um, and that also that employers weren't after people who have coding or IT experience. That's a big common misconception, right? That you have to be an IT genius or a coding mm. and programming genius to get into cybersecurity, which is just not the case. Mm. And so, wow. So you've gone from heavily like a labor-intensive job using your body to mm. almost the complete opposite now, right? You're, um, you're using your mind. How have you enjoyed that? Well, I, I, I start at the end of the month, but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, like, I like going to uni. I like studying. I, I like the idea that my new job is going to take me places physically where I can go out or I could do st- work from home. There's yep. a lot of flexibility there. Yep. Rather than, you know, go to work, drive off in a truck, labor, come home. That, so I don't feel like I'm going to be stuck in that rut anymore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so what were you actually doing in your previous job? What was it? So I, I, was a, I started as an asphalt laborer. Yep. Um, I'm, I then uh, moved up and developed some skills there. And then I, I mostly I was driving a roller. Yep. So like, like laying roads behind a big machine that has a screed on it that drops hot asphalt, 180 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. And then the workers come through behind and do work on that and a roller goes over it and flattens it. Yeah. Like like anti-concreting. Yep. Yep. Okay. Concreting, wow. but it's hot instead of cold. What a, what a, what a contrast. You've gone from the yeah. hot Ashfield roads, right, to, yeah. you know, being able to work from home and an air-conditioned office this time. Yeah. It's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, awesome. Awesome, mate. So you didn't have any cybersecurity experience or IT experience or skills or certifications? Uh, Bar being the person that uh, my family might come to for IT help or something like that. That's okay. about it. You're the IT guy for the family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no official qualifications or anything like that. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, great. So you had an interest in it. You you know, you know, started going to a networking event. Okay, cool. What is this cybersecurity thing? And became a little bit more intrigued. Why did you decide to then, you know, make the jump and actually go, I can do this? And why did you choose Cyber Evolution as the institute to help you? Well, so obviously I was on a track to a law career kind of the the jobs there are hyper competitive there's not many of them and in terms of scalability you have to be extremely successful in order to like move up and start earning some good money or maybe get into a more fulfilling role mm-hmm. um, but with cybersecurity, the the job demand is massive and what it appears to me that the work-life balance is a bit better and the work in general is just more appealing to me in the sense that well, it's like uh, it can be different every day. That's the sense that I've got from the people that uh, have employed me and uh, from people that I've spoken to is that it's exciting and it's changing and there's always new things to learn. Yeah, problem solving, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Solving one problem after the next and it's a really, really exciting space. And so on that note, the people that have been giving you that information that and have employed you, tell us a little bit more about who you now work for, or about to start work for and the, the job that you've just landed, the job title. Yeah, so I have applied and was successful to uh, CyberCX, so the biggest cybersecurity company in Australia and New Zealand. I think the Southern Hemisphere even. Southern Hemisphere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big up-and-coming company that's like, what, only three years old or something like that, and now I've got mm-hmm. over a 1,000 employees and they've got a big push for 500 people like me coming through their Cyber Academy program. Yep. So uh, I, my official title is an associate consultant at the GRC branch. Yep. So that's governance, risk, and compliance. Yep. Correct. And that fit well with like what I was studying and my interests. 
and uh, that, that'll go through their Cyber Academy program, which is a, a program with a six-month scope to have you ready and trained at the end of it and be a permanent employee at CyberCX. Awesome. It's such a perfect mix, isn't it? Because it allows you to have on-the-job training with CyberCX. You're learning specific training to the GRC role that you'll be doing, mm-hmm. and then you're learning your technical skills with us. I wanted to talk about this a little bit later, but we might as well have a chat about it. Now, let's do a bit of a timeline, right? So you went from working on the roads, going to an event, going, you know what, I think I'm, I want to do something different. I want to use my mind. Joining Cyber Revolution, not having any IT certs, um, you know, being the IT guy for your family or not having any certifications experience or anything to what, like probably two months. That was two months ago. Yeah. So I was, I was studying full time. Yep. What I was doing for work was driving Ubers and that. So, uh, <laughs> and my partner was supporting me, obviously she, she works full time. So yeah, it was, uh, at the start of the year. So it's 2022 now, November. It was probably about March that I kind of caught on to what was happening. Yep. I attended some events a, little, a bit after that again. I was unsuccessful in my first application to CyberCX. Yep. And then Josh Mason recommended to me, because I asked him, I, I reached out to him and said, hey, look, what can I do in the meantime while I'm finding out about my application? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, we've got, you know, you can go to Cyber Revolution. That was one of the suggestions for what I can do. And then I started with you guys two months ago. Started my second application about uh, maybe six weeks ago, yep. and then heard back from them and signed off my signed the contract a week ago now. Amazing, mate! What a story. Mm. That's mm. that's crazy, and I think it's so such a good story. Like around persistence, right? What what I love about what you've done is, uh, you know, you applied for CyberCX on your own accord, didn't have any yet. You weren't, I guess, invested into yourself into any education yet. Really, really green. They said right now is probably not the best time. Go away, invest into yourself, invest into your education. It shows that you're taking it seriously, right, and, and fair income. And they know that the training that we provide and the type of calibre of, of student that we provide them, and then, you know, you're successful just a couple of months later. And I think it, I know for a fact that they really, really like people that potentially apply the first time or unsuccessful, get take on their feedback, implement that feedback and execute on it, and then reapply, whereas I think a lot of people might just go, ah, oh, I wasn't successful on to the next one. Yeah, well, you also have to look at it from their perspective as well. You know, it's like the first six months, it's it's supposed to be training. They're paying your salary, they're training you, they're providing you with technology resources and um, mentors and support and all that kind of stuff. You're not going to be making money for them for a long time and after they've invested potentially over six figures in you. So they they need to make sure that you're someone who's going to hang around and obviously joining a program like with Cyber Revolution is a pretty good step to showing I'm committed to this. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I'm committed to this. I'm in it for the long term. You know, yes, it's important, right, to, you know, as you mentioned, some of the some of the positives about jumping into the cyberspace is career progression, really good earning potential, which is great as well. But um, you've also got to show that you have a capability to learn new skills and you are actually interested in the cybersecurity landscape right? Because if you're not, if you're just getting into it just for commercial benefits, you know, you're probably only going to be there for a, a short term, not really the, you know, it's not, you're not really, it's not really going to be a long-term answer for you. Mm. Awesome. All right. So you clearly are a persistent. What is it about cybersecurity that interested you so much, right? Like, is there, is there anything specific that jumped out at you? Well, I really was attracted to the technical side originally. Yep. 
I, I listened to a couple of cybersecurity podcasts. One of them is Darknet Diaries. Mm-hmm. And uh, hearing the stories of, uh, you know, all, the, all these things that are going on nowadays with like, you know, like with the Optus and, and the Medibank attacks and stuff like that. Being part of the prevention effort. So like being, being someone who I know is either helping like a victim of crime or at least a, um, protecting someone from becoming a victim of crime, you know, because having your data leaked out is obviously quite a severe event. You know, like my partner had to go change her driver's license, for instance. Yeah. So like if, if it was, it could have been worse than that though. It could have been anything that the Optus took from you. They took, for example, I'm an Optus user. Yep. And when they, when I signed up with them, they had my Medicare card. They had my driver's license. They had my credit card. Yep. So there could have been more. It could have been worse. It could have been my whole identity. Yep. You know, they, cause they took a hundred points. So yeah, someone could, if that information is sold out, they could use that a hundred points to do anything. Anything apply for financial loans, it affects your credit history, the, which you can be held at ransom. Mm-hmm. It's so serious. And I don't think, again, it's a, it's a horrible thing to happen, but it was just so, it's had such a, a good effect on the industry in regards to now policies can change. Um, the government's going to have a lot more power over some of these larger organizations to actually these large businesses to start treating people's data as a liability, not just as an actual asset. Do you know what I mean? It's that it's that them like you would the person. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Because it's people's personal, you know, people's people's personal data is something that should be taken really, really seriously, not just looked upon as something that can, you know, gain financial benefit mm-hmm. from as a as a business. So that's been a huge mindset shift, I think, in a lot of businesses. We need to actually look at it as a liability uh, and we need to invest a lot more into our cybersecurity resilience as a company. So it's, it's a good thing as well. So I suppose uh, I'll reiterate what I a bit more concise this time, but it was it's mostly two things. One, it capitalizes my interest with problem solving and technology. Yep. But two, it also satiates my um, passion for justice as well. Yep. So if you're someone who likes the idea of keeping people, criminals accountable or protecting individuals, then I feel like this is probably a pretty good space for you. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. The next couple of years, right? Like you've obviously, you know, you're just getting out into the industry now, as you mentioned before, at the start of the podcast, CyberCX are a rapidly growing organization. They're, they're, you know, innovative, very progressive. They've got massive plans for the future. Does that excite you as an employee of theirs? Oh, absolutely. Like it, it kind of feels like I'm part of like a big conglomerate like Facebook or Google that's like, but in the early days, you know, yeah. and yeah. it's exciting and everyone wants to be uh, an employee at those organizations now, but I feel like I've been blessed with the opportunity to like jump in early, get in early to a rapidly um, rising company in a field that is also expanding just as rapidly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm very excited. That's crazy. Cause we have, we have people come to us all the time and say, ah, oh, I think I've just I've just missed the wave of cybersecurity. I'm I mean I'm getting in it too late, which is like the complete opposite, right? This is just starting out now. I think the the latest statistics that CyberCX even came out with that we need around another thirty thousand people to enter the industry by twenty twenty six. Yeah, and I've in in one of the networking events I attended, there was an Italian uh, CEO of a cybersecurity company who mentioned something along the lines of a hundred thousand professionals needed in in Italy. Which wow. which was a incredible figure to hear. Yes, yeah, I think mm. I think thirty thousand is you know a little bit light on. I think that's going to potentially double. And I think you know companies like CyberCX, they're front runners, right? They are they are actually you know they've been innovative and they're investing in time, they're investing in people's time, not just 
you know, looking to invest in, you know, international people with the right skills and getting that talent in straight away, they're playing the long-term goal. And it's, it's you know, they're doing such a good service for Australia because in two years' time, we're going to be in a much better position. I think we're at the moment, as we keep hearing, we're about five years behind where we need to be. But I think more companies and CyberCX is the driver of this are going to start investing in people's time and, you know, in a couple of years' time, we'll be in a, a really good spot. And so... What would be some of the advice you would give to somebody? Because we get a lot of uh, people coming up to us going, oh, I don't have a university degree. I don't have a bunch of certifications. Um, I'm really new coming into this industry. There's no way that I'm going to be able to get a job. Like, what would you say to those people? Well, like, like you said, it's an expanding industry and companies can't keep hiring established professionals because they just simply don't exist. So it doesn't really matter if you don't have the technical experience. I think that like if you're trying to get into the industry, you're not really sure what's going on. I think the best thing to do would be to attend as many events as you can or talk to people, try and get like you, Adam, like try and talk to someone like you and get their opinion about what's going on and what you, what you can do. Perhaps even like find an, a, a niche because there's so many different pathways you can go down there that yep. might suit your aptitudes or something that interests you. Yep. And then after that, the best thing you can do is just like, uh, just invest in yourself in, like you said before, that starts some kind of training or some kind of commitment to, to moving, you know, forward in that industry. And then there's heaps of companies now who are employing people like me with no technical experience uh, for startup positions that are and uh, to training you up from scratch. I mean, you're you're the proof is in the pudding, right? You are and you are the proof. You've been able to go from complete career changer into the industry in just a matter of, of two months. And you know, it's going to be an exciting time for you. You're going to be busy. You've got a newborn baby, little Ruby that you've has entered into the world, and now you've also got you're starting a new job at the end of this month. And then also you'll be starting with us part time throughout your you know throughout your studies for the next little while as well on that how have you found the the training and the support with cyber evolution yeah great pretty intuitive interface for doing the i actually mostly do it on my phone now which oh, wow. is uh yes yeah, so i use the um the precipio app i think it uh, is yep. yeah yeah that that that's really good i use that for most of absorbing the content and then yep. i do like the tests on, on my computer yep. and then you know uh Reese has been really good support. He gives me a call every week and we have a good chat about where I am, set some goals for me. And I think that's really good as well. Like even if you are someone who's motivated, uh, but let's say maybe you might not be because you've got other things going on, just knowing that I'm going to get a call in a week and it kind of, you know, just so that you don't, so you're doing it for yourself and you'll say like, Adam's just, just, uh, sorry, just because Reese is just going to be there. Yeah. It makes me go, oh, I better have something for him, you know. <laughs> and then he celebrates his, your successes with you and he says, oh, awesome, great job. And then you feel good and then you do a bit more the week after that. So, yeah, it's yeah. good. Awesome. Okay, great. And so you've, um, yeah, I, yeah, Reese is really pumped with you, right? And you're almost ready to look at sitting your exam soon? Yeah, yeah, for the first. Call one? Yeah, call one. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So because um, this little one was born a couple of weeks ago, I, I finished all of their modules and did all the tests and yep. now I'm just, I haven't done my main study before. Um, I haven't organized time for a test yet. Yep, yep. And that's right. I know, Reese. you catch up weekly with him. What will probably be important is we maybe try to get you to that stage before starting the new role because we have a lot of students that get they actually get placed before they finish their certifications and we still mm -hmm. need them and we want them to finish their certificates. Of course. 
but it's important to focus on, you know, finding your feet under the desk in the new role, still having your weekly sessions with your support advisor. And then once you're a little bit more comfortable, then we need to you know, ramp the studies back up and get your certifications, which you'll be, yeah, you know, you'll get those throughout the next year or so. Next year. Yeah. Awesome. Great, great, great. And um, how do you find coming into the training as a complete newbie? I know you're the IT guy, but actually diving into cybersecurity training for the first time, you're a bit daunted and how's it been? Uh, it wasn't too intimidating for me because I'm I'm kind of used to throwing myself into the deep end when it comes to education and stuff like that. It, it starts you off pretty slow and there's no assumed knowledge in in the courses that I've been doing, yep. which is which is good, obviously. Yep. So um, it, it's it's as long as you know you you pay attention and you you do you you do you know you work reasonably dil- diligently enough. Uh, mm. it, Anyone should be able to pick it up. Really, it's it's yeah yeah. It's a ground up certificate. It's, yeah. it's, we, as you said, there's no assumed knowledge, and it's, we just you just need to make sure that you're interested in it, and again, you stay uh, focused and stick to the structures and stick to what Reese uh, advises you to do, or that's mm. what people advise you to do. Mm. Awesome, mate. All right, and um, what I want to finish on, and we, you might have given a few tips away earlier as well, but for somebody that is you know, in your shoes or in the shoes that you were in not too long ago and looking to change careers into cyber, what would be your three top tips for them to be able to get into the industry? Yeah, so talk to uh, people in the field if, if, if you're able to or at least stick your feelers out. So there's heaps of YouTube videos, there's heaps of uh, podcasts like, like yours, for instance, that you can yep. suss out. Work out if you're interested in people or things. And then from there, you could probably pick a stream with like, for, for example, for me, like consultancy, I think was uh, best suited towards my talents rather than like going into the more technical pathway. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as we said before, like uh, make some kind of commitment to like training or, or at least skilling yourself up. There's heaps of uh, resources available everywhere, yep. especially like through this kind of program would be the best way to go. Yep. Yep. Definitely. mate. I guess if we want to, touch a little bit more on because I think the listeners would be really keen to know more about those two pathways that you're talking about. So you've gone down the consulting pathway. There is another pathway that's more technical. Yeah. CX as well. Yeah. So um, I think this, that's, this is going to be pretty common with uh, any uh, cybersecurity company you'd be applying yeah. to. Yeah. But uh, so obviously the nitty gritty, the coding, the certified ethical hacking, you know, stuff like that, that's going to require you to be head down into the computer a lot more. Yep. Um, and having a real deep knowledge, uh, deep technical understanding. And then like what I'm doing now is more about your client interactions, helping uh, corporations set themselves up with like, so like establishing plans, I think is the best way to go. Yep. Uh, is, is the best way to describe it for them rather yeah. than actually being the person who does the technical work. You're more like the, 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 the point of contact. Yep. Yep. One's, one is uh, behind the desk, one's in front of the desk, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's the way to go, way yeah. to describe it. I actually um, had a chat with Gil, who will be now your colleague. He's a, a GRC consultant. He's been in the role now for about four months or five months. We just released the latest podcast with him, and he explains his day in the life of a GRC mm-hmm. consultant. And it's exciting. You have to go out and meet clients. But then if people don't like doing that, you've also got the technical pathway. And it is actually like that for all of our other employees of choice. That's That's the two you know, easiest pathways into the industry, either technical or the consulting pathway. Yeah. Great, mate. All right. Well, I know little Ruby is there and she's starting to wake up. So 
Um, I really, really appreciate you, uh, you know, taking the time out of the day to, to share your experience. I know a lot of people will have gotten a lot of value from this. So really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much for having me. No worries. Guys, if you did get some value from this, please like, comment, subscribe, uh, let your family and friends know about the podcast if they'd be interested. And if you want to know a little bit more about the job placement program that Daniel's currently going through, then jump on to cyberevolution.com.au. You can leave your details there and somebody from the team will be in touch. Thanks for listening.